it occurred to me yesterday that there is a product, an item that could go the way of the home telephone in our lifetime. Like in the next 20 years. Well, I think a lot of things in the next 20 years. 10 years. I th- and the only reason that I don't think this product is is disappearing quickly is nostalgia. But a few months before Ellie was born, I went out, did all the research. I say went out. I went online. I did all the research and I purchased a really nice camera. Not a really nice camera. Like really nice cameras are thousands of dollars, but it cost a couple hundred bucks and it was, it's a digital camera, but it, it, it had like, it was a digital camera. Cause I'm like, I have a, a child now. I need to document her existence using a proper recording device, not just my phone. I've, I've probably taken two or three dozen pictures on it. Oh, I would, I think that's probably being generous. And, I realized yesterday afternoon when Ellie and I were at the playground that it, there's no reason to have okay. The, well, it's uh, not convenient to carry. It's not convenient to carry, but the iPhone, I put it in portrait mode and I took better pictures of her. I know. Than I ever had growing up. And I went to yeah. all, I got all those school pictures. I went to the, you know, the portrait studios at Sears, mm-hmm. s- sat in front of the wagon wheel. Yep. Like I did all those things. Professional photographers. Mm-hmm. I have those pictures. Mm-hmm. And I snapped a couple that are even nicer than that on a playground with sun overhead. You know what I mean? And they're perfect. I mean, they're beautiful. They're yeah. framers. Why would I ever... I can't remember. I brought it to the beach. Never used it. I didn't even know you brought it. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, okay, I'm going to start using the camera. I'm going to take some proper pictures. Like nothing about it is convenient. We have these little stands, uh, little selfie stick stands or whatever they're called that we can use for the iPhone that you can carry in your pocket. Yeah. Like if I wanted to take a picture on a tripod with that camera, I got it. So my point is, I think it's going to go away. I think the only people who are still using it are like super professional wedding photographers, mm-hmm. uh, sports, you know, event photographers, mm-hmm. and photojournalists or like paparazzi type people who need the Zoom. But I would argue, and I'm sure we're going to hear some first from some photographers who will be like, you know what you're talking about. But I would argue that for most pr- purposes, even professional purposes, a high-quality camera phone shot picture is as good. So for that reason, I think it's possible that Ellie will never own a proper camera. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Friday, June 24th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for all the playgrounds that are around our house. There's like 
five to choose from. Their neighborhood's got one. There's like two that are less than a mile away. There's one over at Ellie's school that's fantastic. And they've all got their little their little nuances, their little things. They're all a little different. They're all a little different. And I never thought I would be a playground expert. But like yesterday, I was like, oh, you know what I think Ellie feels like doing? I think she feels like the slides. So we went to the playground that has the really good short slides that she's not afraid to use. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love your love of playgrounds. It's very cute. That's what I'm grateful for. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for air conditioning in my car. Oh my goodness. Could you imagine? Literally no. You don't even have to finish that sentence. No, I cannot imagine. All over the Southeast, I would imagine, but I've seen like five of them just around Atlanta. They're opening, or they opened over the past couple of days, cooling, cooling stations. Center. There's one like right near our house. Yeah, the Sandy Springs one where mm-hmm. it says, if your air conditioning is not up to par or you don't have air conditioning. Like you need to be here. Yeah, we can't, we don't have overnight accommodations, but our whatever offices are open for you and your family just to come and sit. That's how hot it is. Like just come sit inside. It is. Did I already say what I was grateful for? Yeah, you said air conditioning, which is what. Got oh us yeah, on the hello, topic. hello. It's Friday, which means we do a one to ten scale check in. Jeff Dollar on a scale of one to ten, how are you? I'm feeling pretty eight. I'm feeling like an eight. Are you a great eight? I'm a great eight. I feel. Um, I I feel really accomplished over the past couple of weeks, like between launching the Mo News podcast and just other, through a whole like confluence, is that a word, of circumstances, I ended up hand producing a million different, like I produced over the past two weeks, probably two dozen different individual podcast episodes and I'm over it, but it was, (laughs) but it was really fun. I mean, it was just, it was really cool just to get my hands dirty and go in and cut and move and make audio sound better. Like I really enjoy doing that, Mm -hmm. but it takes a lot of focus and brain power. Mm -hmm. So it's not, like, I think I'm, I really enjoy doing it and I'm really good at it, but it's not something I can do for long periods of time. Yeah. And we have like a team of producers that edit different shows for us and stuff like that. So Jeff, you always do the upside, but it's different. Like your different podcasts, like you did a bunch of like Mo News stuff the past like two weeks. And, um, it's just a different vibe, a different feel, a different energy. Like it's just different. It's a change. And you've been editing our poor show for almost three. (laughs) But our show doesn't really take a lot of editing and it's, it's it's different when you're doing it because because if we screw something up, I hit a button, it puts a marker on the file. And then when I go back and listen to it, I know exactly what that but is. But there's no zest for you because every day is more or less the same. You oh, know what I, I mean? Like yeah. there's no, there's nothing new and exciting because right. we have our routine down so well and we've been yes. doing it for so long. Well, I, so I it's what not like, yeah. what am I going to find in this audio? Like yeah. what's going to need to sound better? Like, you know, there's, there's like none of that. So I'm really happy for you. It was cool to watch you do it. I can't believe we pulled off everything that we pulled off in the past two weeks. I'm, I'm proud of us. Pat on the back. I'm really looking forward to, I've, uh, have said this a couple of times to a couple of different people really excited about July. Like, Ju- I think it's cute that you think July is going to be, well, we're not moving. We're not going on vacation. Right. 
So those we, two are we, out. We have... Uh, as of right now, we're not launching a podcast in July. We have producers back. We might be. Actually, that's a lie. Yeah, I just said that. And then I was like, wait a minute. I had a meeting yesterday. Yep, we're launching another podcast in July. Yeah, we probably have a new show coming out, but it, it'll just be less chaotic. Like, we won't be, like, we didn't have a studio for a week, mm-hmm. you know? So, oh, um, yeah, we were sitting in the dining room. Yeah. Uh, doesn't that seem like so long ago? It seems, I feel like we went to the beach six months ago. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm ready for another beach trip. And, oh, wait, we're still in the same month as the beach trip we just went on. Yeah. So I'm excited for um, July. Like, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm so proud of us for the great June. And then I'm excited for July because all of the, there's no, there's no unusual work to do. Like there's mm-hmm. no moving, mm-hmm. there's no cleaning a garage, mm-hmm. there's no selling stuff on Facebook Marketplace. It's just life. It's just a month. Yeah, it's and just I, life. And I like that. How are you on a one to ten? Okay, so this is weird. You know how we talk about holding space for different emotions? Like you can be this, but also be this. Yeah, I hate that phrase. Okay, well, I hate the holding space thing. Okay, well, forget I said holding space. Like, how would you like to put it? How you can feel different things, like conflicting things at the same time? You need to hold space for your hunger. No, I don't. I need to go eat something. (laughs) So, part of me is like on top of the world, happy, so proud, like excited about be kind to everyone and excited about my news and just excited overall. That and and I'm happy that Ellie likes school, and I'm happy that our energy and our house feels really good and new and fresh, and like that, I'm all like really excited about. With the exception of the haunting. With the exception of the haunting, but it's a like we talked about, it's like friendly. It doesn't yeah. feel like bad energy. So that's yeah. like on one side. So if that's like on the right side, then on the left side, I feel like really sad and like unfulfilled. Isn't the word like? I feel like I'm in unhappy in your marriage. No, I feel like I'm in a holding pattern in some ways. Like a holding pattern after the fur after the beginning of this year. Don't you think a holding pattern is would be nice. terrific for the rest of the summer? Yes. Like let's hold. <laughs> let's just hold things until like September 30th. Let's just hold. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. July, August, September. 90 days of just living life. I feel on hold with my health stuff. I feel on hold with the baby stuff, which I don't like. And that really frustrates me. I feel, so I feel really good in so many ways, like on top of the world, level 10 awesome. And then in some ways I feel like a two, you know? So I don't want to like average them together because I don't want to dilute my 10 of some things. And, you know. But I do feel like a two about other things. Is it come like in waves? Um, I don't know. Because yesterday you were a two. Yesterday you were grumpy pants. I was so grumpy yesterday. You're mean to me. I don't think I was mean to you. I was just in a really foul mood. Kick the dog. I actually pushed <laughs> Ellie down the stairs because you can't sneezed. say stuff like she that. She sneezed and Callie's like, be quiet and just shove okay. her right down a flight of stairs. None of that is true. Um, but, but you were mean to me. I mean to be mean to you. I was in a really foul mood. Um, I was just in a foul mood. I just, yeah. But you weren't in a foul mood the day before. 
what I'm saying is I wonder if you don't have to average them together, but what if what if the you could say this week I had some nine days and I had some three days or whatever. Cause okay. Because I, I think that's that way you're not averaging them together. You're acknowledging both of them or hours. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah. no, you could be like, I had some hours that were eight and nines and I had some hours that were twos and threes. I had some moments that were eight and nines and I had some moments that were twos and threes. Yeah. I think that's a good one. I feel like a crazy person. I, f- it, it seems ridiculous to me that I have not had a nine or 10 in so long. And I have so many things that I like. Like You had a this- nine or 10 like three weeks ago. I had an eight. Sorry. <laughs> but I'm like, I was rounding up and that, eight rounded up as a 10. That makes me think is like, I'm like, am I, do I need to like call my psychiatrist or something? Is something off? Like I feel, I don't know. I don't think, I I really, really don't think to use the dumb phrase, you need to give yourself some space to feel this past month. I don't think, I, I th- this is my thing. This is my soapbox for, for right now. Because it's, I feel like it's come up every other day for a week. Everybody needs to give them spe- give themselves the same. I don't even want to use the word grace. Everybody get needs to acknowledge the stuff that they're dealing with in the way they would acknowledge somebody else, mm-hmm. right? So if if your friend, let's say Chrissy, comes to you and she says. Oh my God, I'm just not feeling it. I can't remember the last time that I was just chill and I was just whatever and I was just blah. It feels like it's been two months. And you said to Chrissy, okay, well, let me, or what you would say to Chrissy is hypothetically, mm-hmm. uh, well, you moved, which didn't go as smoothly as you anticipated. You were out of town for a week. The, your um, studio was down for a week. The surgery that you were so looking forward to or the procedure or whatever it's called related to you having a baby got postponed by 60 days because somebody forgot to tell you something. Um, What else? I can't think of what else. You have, you know, just chasing a toddler, going to work every day to your regular nine to five job. You'd be like, hey, maybe you could um, chill out for a week and yeah, let you, you know, let yourself go. Ooh, that was exhausting. You launched two new podcasts. Yeah. God, why can't we let ourselves do that? You had meetings. What is that? But you would say, that's what you would say to I your know. friend. I know. You know that's what I mean? True. Yeah. So. Very anyway, true. Anyways. I have learned a, a lesson from Sesame Street. A few lessons. Sesame Street, we don't do like a ton of TV in our house, mostly because I don't know what kids these days watch and what, what's age appropriate. All I knew know is what I knew and grew up with, which is like Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers, like. That's what I grew up with. That's what I know. Did you have electric company? Did you grow up with electric company? Uh, I don't know what that is, so I don't three, think so. Three, two, one contact? Uh, doesn't ring a bell. Romper room. Doesn't ring a bell. Huh. Romper room was at the end where she would look into the mirror and she'd be like, I see Jeffrey. I see Rachel. I see Douglas. I see Aaron. That sounds really creepy, though. Mm, it was so exciting when they would say your name. Oh, okay. Well, no one would ever say my name because my name's weird. I was the kid that, like, you know when all the name magnets or whatever are there, like my name's never there. Yeah. It's fine. Um, but we play, so we play Sesame street a lot in this house. Ellie loves it. I like the message behind it. And I think it's like really diverse, has really cool, inclusive messages. I like it. I'm into it. So I can stand it. It's fine to have on 
TV for me for Ellie. So in the background, one of the things they do constantly is they do this thing where they talk about like when there's a problem to solve, they approach it as I wonder what if let's try and I'm not. But they, you're not saying it right. They always say it the same exact way, which I'm sure is some mind trick for little ones. Like I'm sure. That How did I say it wrong? You said, I wonder what if let's try. Oh, you know, yeah. They, they go, say, I, won't. I wonder what, what if, if let's try, try. every I, time. Every time there's like a problem to encounter and Here's how, they you encounter know, a problem. You know how I know the brainwashing works? Because if anybody says the word wonder in my head, I finish. It's like a song lyric. With I, I wonder if somebody if if you were just like I wonder if I'm like I wonder what, what if? if let's, let's try. try. Um, but I have kind of found myself. It's kind of become a part of my psyche, I think, because I've found myself saying mostly like in work situations. I wonder, you know what I mean? Like, I took apart a refrigerator based on that. Like three weeks ago, like, I wonder what, what if I did this? Okay, let's try it. Let, let me try to take apart a refrigerator, which I did. And it, Sesame Street is 100% rubbing off on me. And I am not ashamed to say it. Um, what have it, you learned, Jeff Dollar? For me, the biggest takeaway of the, of Sesame Street is, well, I have two. The first is, um, I appreciate all the, the, all of the themes that are, I don't want to say modern, like current present day themes. Mm -hmm. um, there's somebody who lives on Sesame Street who has autism. There's someone, they're, they're always inclusive. They're, they're all, so many of their skits or whatever have some level of bilingual. They have somebody speaking yeah. Spanish in them. They um, also have like, they have stuff on skin color. They had one that I was super impressed with where um, they were playing in costumes and they talked about how boys and girls can wear costumes for princesses or princes right. or turtles or dinosaurs, or you can be what you want to be. And I thought that was so cool. I was listening. I think you were there, Jeff. And I was like, oh my gosh, like go Sesame Street. This is awesome. They're teaching little kids. Like you can be who you want to be and you be proud of it. And if you're a girl and want to wear something that. Well, and you want to be a policeman. Yeah. You be a policeman. It. Go for it. Yeah. So, th so that's all fine. Like I appreciate that, but I'm, I, there's one part of that modern inclusiveness, whatever that bothers me. Okay. I don't like the fact that sometimes Cookie Monster has to eat veggies. <laughs> I don't like the on fact. On his cooking show? On his just, cooking segment? When I was a kid, it was Cookie Monster ate cookies. And he's and the crumbs went everywhere. And that's what he did. And I, it, it shook me when Cookie Monster... Like I, whatever the skit was, right? They're at somebody's grandmother's house and grandma had made, you know, baked asparagus or something. Mm -hmm. And Cookie Monster ate that the same way he ate the cookies. And in my head, I'm like, oh, Cookie Monster doesn't eat asparagus. He's not asparagus monster. He does in 2022. <laughs> it bugs me. And now they have this whole, like this reoccurring thing, which is Cookie Monster and uh, what's the guy's name? Gonger or something? Gonger, yeah. And they and they make recipes for they people. They have a cooking show. They have a cooking show. And uh, like, even if the recipe is 
waffles. They're like whole wheat waffles with chia seeds. And I'm like, cookie monster. What a disappointment. I hate to be all Oscar the Grouch about that. So that's my first observation. <laughs> the second observation is I want to go back to when I was five years old, which would have been late 70s, and watch those Sesame Streets. Because Callie and I stumbled upon season one, episode one of Sesame Street, and it could not possibly have been more creepy. It was creepy AF. There was oh. a girl. Was it the very first episode? Season one, episode one the theme would not survive today. It would hardcore not survive today. It was about Sally who just moved to Sesame Street. She's new and her male- What, 10 years old, nine, eight? Uh, she's probably like 10 or 11. Yeah. And her male teacher offers to show her around solo after he has her to his house. And it's, <laughs> it's the same gentle Sesame Street delivery, but the production value is way- is so much lower and it does not pass the vibe check. It does not pass the 40. It did not age well. No. I mean like 40 and it's diverse and it's kind and it's it's cool. But I'm like, oh, I looked at Jeff and I was like, what are you watching? He's like, this is Sesame Street. I'm like, Sally is going to her teacher's house yeah. alone. Like yeah. what, what is this is? This seems like no, it's going to end in somebody going to jail. She wasn't alone. His wife was there and his wife was like, why don't you take Sally around and introduce her to everybody and then bring her back here and I'll show her how to knit or something like that. <laughs> like, huh. And I'm pretty sure the wife had like an apron on. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. <laughs> I got a weekend gig as a security guard. My first assignment, watch The Office. And I'm on season four right now, but I'm not really sure what that has to do with keeping anything safe. <laughs> I want to talk to you about something that probably wasn't on your agenda for this weekend, getting a new toothbrush, specifically the Bruch toothbrush. This is what Callie and I have sitting on our bathroom counters. Number one, look like a work of art. Doesn't look like your typical electric toothbrush. Number two, it's got a battery life that'll last you a month. So if you're like me and you always forget to set it back on the charger, no worries. No worries at all. It's got all of the bells and whistles. It's got a timer so you can make sure you're brushing your teeth for exactly two minutes with a little uh, pacer for every uh, 30 seconds so you can move to a different zone in your mouth. It's got six different cleaning modes. So if you've got gentle gums, you go with gent uh, or sensitive gums, you go with gentle. Uh, it's also got a tongue mode so you can keep the stinky breath away by brushing your tongue. And it's got sonic technology. It produces the equivalent of 42,000 brush strokes per minute. This helps with deep cleaning and it's going to help you reach the hard to reach places. And it's going to help you get that fresh from the dentist feeling in your mouth. Bruce is going to give 20% off to Upside listeners. If you go to bruce.com slash Upside, that's B-R-U-U-S-H dot com slash Upside, 20% off when you pick your Bruce brush kit and plan at bruce.com slash Upside.
Thrive Cosmetics makes high-performance, vegan, 100% cruelty-free skincare and beauty products. They were a brand that I heard about years ago from my girlfriends who were obsessed with Thrive. They loved the makeup, but they also loved that it was a brand they could be proud to support. Cause is in the name for a reason. Every purchase supports organizations that help women thrive. Thrive has a mission called Bigger Than Beauty. For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive, which includes women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer, and more. They also never test on animals. Years ago, I had to ditch my lash extensions because they were super irritating to my eyes. I started using Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. I've used it for years, and I love it because it mimics the look of lash extensions. The Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara has over 15,000 five-star reviews. Now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash upside for 15% off your first order. For me, it's really fun to have a tiny bit of detail that gets noticed by other people, whether it's in work you're doing or something you're presenting or some of your clothes, a bit of style, to have somebody go, wow, that is really unique. Pair Eyewear makes it easy for me to do that. Pair Eyewear has interchangeable faceplates for their eyeglass frames, which means you get high-quality eyeglass frames from Pair Eyewear that look great on their own, starting at only $60. But then you get interchangeable magnetic frames that go over those that you can swap out for special occasions like upcoming holidays or with your favorite sports team, uh, Pride Month, for example. You can swap them out in colors that match the outfit that you're wearing or moods. Change your glasses like you change your clothes. And like I said, base frame start at just $60. That includes prescription lenses. I have a pair of eye of pair eyewear glasses. I would love for you to try it yourself. Very unique, as unique as you are. One pair, infinite style, 60 bucks. Go to paireyewear.com slash upside for 15% off your first purchase. That's 15% off at P-A-I-R eyewear.com slash upside. Here are today's three random things. My first random thing is in 1691, England taxed the number of windows on your house. So people started to avoid putting windows on their house because you would get taxed more the more windows you had. I guess they figured like the more windows you have, the bigger the, a house that you the have. richer you are. It's the richer actually, you are. It actually it kind of makes sense. I mean, it kind of does, but the result was people started to get health problems because they didn't have any windows in air circulation. And this is like before the time of central heating and air. So um, the tax was repealed in 1851, but that used to be a thing. My second random thing is craft macaroni and cheese. 85 years old, but they're changing their name. What could they possibly change their name to? They're making it cool. You know how like Starbucks like ditch their logo because they're like, we're just Starbucks. Um, Kraft Macaroni and Cheese is changing their name to Kraft Mac and Cheese because they feel like that's what people say already and that's what people call it already. Mac and so cheese. they're just trying to like keep up with the, 
you know, said the word macaroni is going away. That's uh, going to be starting in August. And it's also getting um, a new makeover, new logo, typeface, different blue color, which I don't know. That, um, if it ain't broke, but I guess you got to have a refresh every 85 years. That only bugs me because um, I taught Ellie how to say macaroni. Oh, yeah, you got to – well, you have until August to teach her mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is fine, but for whatever reason, she picked up on, um, like, a multi-syllable word, like I think like quesadilla or something, and it was just so cute because she said it so – like, quesadilla. So then I just started looking around at things, and one of the things was a margarita, and I'm like, see, I can't teach her margarita. What else begins with an M? And I was like, macaroni, and she got it. And now they're changing it. So whatever, craft. Sorry. And my third random thing is, as of 2011, the population of Egypt was 82,079,663, making it the 15th most populated country in the world. What country? 15, what? Egypt. Approximately 99% of the population lives on about 5.5% of the land. Makes sense. Like everybody's mummy lives there. <laughs> wow. Are you even going to put a dad joke? This episode doesn't even, you can take out the dad joke. It's a, that's a bonus one. A bonus dad joke. And those are my three random things. Today's beautiful human alert is, is a um, group project. Because if every single person who is listening to this podcast within a week of June 24th. So for the rest of June, if you're listening to this in the month of June, 2022, I need you to Venmo a buck. If everybody who's listening Venmo's a buck or do two or do five, do five. Cause if some people don't, don't do it, then your five makes up for it. Do whatever amount you want. Cause every dollar counts. This story is incredible. Love this kid. A guy named uh, Tice Pender. He lives in South Carolina. He has a stepfather named Eric Jenkins. It's the only dad Tice has ever known. Mm -hmm. Um, Eric has been uh, with Tice's mom since uh, Tice is a toddler, and he has wanted to adopt Tice and his brother Tylee, and they've just found a lawyer who will do all of the, the paperwork and stuff for free. But there's still thousands of dollars in court costs Mm -hmm. and other procedural costs. So Tice decided to start a lawn mowing business to help his mom and stepdad raise enough money to adopt him and his brother. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. So if you can look up his Facebook page uh, and see, like, I mean, this guy is... He's hustling, right? That so, is so cool. He's like, I want this to happen. This is going to change like my life for me and my family. So I'm going to do it and I'm going to raise the money. Yep. He's Love it. already um, earned a few hundred dollars and uh, the, the, his uh, business is official because the Today Show covered his story and the state of South Carolina showed up at one of his jobs and gave him an official business license. That was That's of, so cool. That's one of the things that he wanted. Um, and he also got uh, his mom gave him a loan to get a uh, 
more a better lawnmower. Uh-huh. And then his aunt and uncle were so proud of him. They bought him a riding lawnmower. No way. 14 years old. He's got, if you go to his Facebook page, he talks about like open. He's like, I've got an opening on Friday at 4 p.m. But he has to, he had to slow his business down because uh, he has football. He's a ninth grader and he has football practice and like summer school or something or a summer uh-huh. summer class or whatever starting in in August or July. So he's got to slow his business down, but he's still available on certain days. But I have his mom's Venmo. And I thought that if we could just get a whole bunch of people to send one or five or 10 bucks in. Do you know how much uh, money they need to raise? Like how much more, how far they are away from their goal? I don't. Okay. But this is beyond the adoption fees. Like, I just want to gift them something for being awesome because uh, on the day that he got his new lawnmower, mm-hmm. I think it was, um, he's uh, he went out and cut lawns with it because he was so excited. And everybody who paid him, he donated the money to another family in town who needed it. What a kid. 14 years old. That is awesome. So I'm going to link to his his Facebook page. His name is Tice Pender. I'm not going to say anything. So the thing is, if you Venmo, Venmo me and my Venmo is Jeff Dollar, all one word. And the picture that pops up is, is Callie and I. Um, I'm not going to say I just want to out of nowhere just send his mom. So I'll send it to her on July 1st. So we have a week. So if you're hearing this in the month of June, 2022. And you want to give a buck. If you got an extra buck, two bucks, three bucks, five, 10, 20, whatever. Um, and then I'm going to uh, Venmo to her and then I'll share because I'm sure she'll write back, you know. But Super cool. If the adoption is already covered, you know, they're going to do something awesome with the money. Even if it's, even if it's put it in a savings account, even if it's, if he takes his family to the beach for a weekend with the money. Yeah. This kid deserves it. Totally deserves it. And what awesome parents for, for producing such an awesome kid. Absolutely. So, uh, Tice Pender of South Carolina, you are the Upside's beautiful human today. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. The news this week has 100% scared me out of wanting to travel anytime soon. Man, I've said, I got like like a a good-sized handful of people on Facebook who are trapped in different parts of the world. I mean, look, if I'm traveling by myself, okay, maybe, but LA throws a whole different different kind of like, I, I just don't, I just don't want to. <laughs> I just don't want to. And then well, I by, listen to- by, by plane. Like, by plane. I don't want to travel by plane. A road trip is fine. Yeah, a road trip. But there's so many random flights being canceled that they're, that, that I feel like you're flying from, you know, Atlanta to, to New York City and they're like, oh, we got to make a small detour. We're going to be landing in Ohio. I and, just can't. For six days. If we don't have to fly, I don't want to do it. And especially with like the Ellie factor in there, I just, every time I look at it, it just like makes me so anxious. And then I listen to, did you listen all the way through to Mo's show about the the travel and like why it's happening and all of that? With um, Peter Greenberg, I think his name was, yeah. So fascinating, but I'm like, oh my gosh, we're not flying anywhere for like the next two years. Like, I feel like I just committed to like buckle down for another two years. You know what? Maybe if everybody Venmo's a couple bucks, we can convince uh, Tice just to buy a private plane. And then we can just fly with Tice and then, wherever. Yeah, and then we could just hitch a ride with him wherever he's going.
Hey, Callie and Jeff. I'm listening to Thursday's episode. And I just want to thank you guys for, um, and Jeff was the one that said it, we're talking about, you know, how um, if you're struggling with something, it's attacked. And it's not, you know, compared to someone else's struggle, it's not compared to whatever else is going on. If you're struggling with it, then, like, that's enough and it's considered a struggle. Um, and that's just, you know, meant a lot to me and kind of um, struck a chord. Um, you know, in the past 90 days, my husband and I have had two car accidents one of them in a brand new car that we had bought three days before. <laughs> we've had multiple hospital visits, we've moved, we've, you know, had job changes and just everything just feels like a lot. And, you know, because I listen to the upside, you know, I'm finding things to be grateful for and both of us are. And, you know, we've talked about those things and we try to focus on those things, but it's still hard. So um, thank you for talking about that today. It really meant a lot to me. Um, and yes, have a great weekend, guys. Bye. MeUndies wants to help make this summer the most comfortable summer, one that you'll never forget. When you're living your best life, the last thing you want to worry about is butt sweat. And yup, it happens. I love MeUndies. They are so soft, super comfortable. And I have a membership, so I get new underwear every month and I can purge the old stuff. They are super comfortable. And I love sleeping in them because comfort in my bed is like numero uno priority for me. When you're comfy and feeling good, you're more present to enjoy your bed, to be able to relax and fully sleep. But also during the day, enjoy all your summer plans. From undies, bralettes, and Socks to loungewear and swimwear, you can find something for all your plans. Me Undies also releases new prints all the time, like their limited edition Pride Collection. You can match your partner, your friends, or even your dog. Find your ultimate summer comfort in sizes extra small to 4XL. Me Undies has a great offer for upside listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off. For a limited time, if you sign up for their free-to-join Me Undies membership, you get 25% off your first membership item. To get 15% off your order, 25% off your first membership item and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash upside. That's meundies.com slash upside. If you step out into my backyard right now, to the left is a propane grill. To the right, my big green egg. You know what would look lovely right in front of me? One of those Blackstone flat grills. It's like a propane powered griddle. Think of the stuff I could do. It would be like conducting an orchestra, especially when you partner it with my ButcherBox subscription. ButcherBox delivering meat right to our door every single month. I was just going through the freezer to look at what ButcherBox cuts we have available to work with this week. That's how easy it makes life. It makes sure that you have the meat that your family loves in your freezer when you need it. No last minute runs to the grocery store. Right now, you can get a great deal from ButcherBox just for being an Upside listener. Sign up today at butcherbox.com upside. Use the code upside to get a free pack of bacon in every box for the life of your membership, plus 10 bucks off your first order. That's butcherbox.com upside and use upside to claim this deal. High quality meat, beef, free range organic chicken, pork, Raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Oh, right on your doorstep. You can't go wrong. Just had to call because um, wanted to address the upsider who called about saving the daddy long legs. So normally, I am a proponent of killing bugs, spiders, anything, especially if it's in my house or in my car. 
So I get in my car this morning, get down to the driveway. I'm like, oh, daddy long leg right on the steering wheel. I'm like, okay, good thing I saw that before I started actually driving out because I probably would have crashed. <laughs> and I'm like, I cannot kill this because of that upsider's voicemail. So I saved the daddy long leg thanks to the upsider. Just wanted to let you know that. Have a great day. Bye. I'm just here to say yes to the catchy. I live in Georgia, too, um, and oh my gosh, at those fruit fly things this year and last year, like last year is the first time I've ever had a problem with them, and we did the apple cider vinegar with the water, with the dish soap, like an exterminator told us to pour bleach down our drain, like we had an exterminator out for it, and was like, what is happening, and he said they're coming from the drain, um, but that catchy, yeah, it's worth every penny. I even got my mom and my sister to get one. And, I mean, it's magic. It sucks anything into it. And I know it sounds really horrible because they do probably die a really horrible death. But um, it's great. <laughs> There's no more bugs. So if anyone's having this weird fruit fly problem, get the catchy. They're not lying about it. It's good. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Tammy. I was listening to Monday's episode with Friends with Babs, who I love. I follow her on TikTok. Um, but I've been doing Irish Spring all the time. I um, I actually um, cut it, uh, buy, like, the big Sam size pack of it and keep it on hand. We use it in our attic to keep away rats during the winter. We use it in our camper to keep away bugs. We use it while we're camping. I mean, the list is endless, not to mention it is a great soap for stinky teenage boys that I have. So definitely look into the Irish Spring. It's a great soap to have on hand for bugs and rodents. Talk to you later. Bye. If you're constantly doubting yourself, I'm a psychologist, and here are three things I wish I knew when I was younger about self-doubt. Number one, avoidance feeds self-doubt. And the more you avoid something, the more you will believe in that narrative that says, I would never have been good enough anyway. Number two, tackling self-doubt demands courageous action in the direction of something that matters to you. Something that feels so important that it overrides your need to feel comfortable and ready. Number three, when you stop waiting for self-doubt to disappear, when you make this radical decision to let that self-doubt come along for the ride as you do that scary thing, it won't hold you back anymore.